raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Much of today is going to be stories from the border. What has happened with now the expiration of Title 42? And what it is that Border Patrol has been dealing with? Exactly what has been the flood and those stories. I'm, I am only surprised I haven't seen more already. Not having seen more is different than whether or not it has happened. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, as I just shared with you that video from Alejandro Mayorkas, I had not seen the video uh, there uh, saying that people who come across the border not at legal ports of entry, will be assumed not eligible for asylum. That's something else. There's also a move that was just made by a federal judge that blocked the Biden administration. They wanted to implement the policy that allowed for the release of migrants without court dates. So this judge, a T. Kent Weatherell, imposing a two-week restraining order on the Biden administration policy, which would see migrants released on parole with conditions. So they have to get a court date. There has to be a process. And this new thing, Mayork is saying, well, you're going to be assumed to be ineligible for asylum. I... I have no idea what that is supposed to, where that comes from, or how they expect anybody to believe it. As Keith put out very, very well on Twitter, nicely done, man. Where's the heart and compassion we had at the border before? What about the families? What changed? That is, of course, the right question. Well done, Keith. Our border conversation should not just be about what is actually happening on the ground. And and remember, you have physical conversations, you have technological conversations, you have financial conversations, you have um, serious humanitarian conversations, and you have policy conversations. This is why we're putting together the town hall. Uh, I only hope to be able to announce something next month to you. This is when we're gonna do it, we're bringing people in, a little bit of what I saw, and I have already confirmed that I am going back uh, to the border. I am working on getting some some other people out there as well. We're going to bring in uh, some Border Patrol people. Everything you don't know and everything you think you know. We're going we're gonna to give you the information, and we're going to disabuse people of some theories like, you know, build the wall and I'll keep people out. When you realize the wall is built a mile or a mile and a half into Texas, you realize they're already here. So what is the wall actually doing? It is doing something. It is an important function. The left can deny it all they want, but they're fools. It is doing much, but they're already here. So what is your plan? That's the question. And that's what we're going to get into when we do this town hall. But note how politically 
the political left can go from you keep kids in cages, pointing to Republicans, and, and how they can pivot to you can't come back for five years to the people they were upset were being kept in cages. The same, by the way, those are the Obama cages, same cages. And if we're going to call them cages, I mean, we might as well call them the Obama cages. I'm surprised they haven't been sold on eBay already. Some, you know, enthusiastic entrepreneur putting those out there. You can't come in for another five years. Where is Representative Ocasio-Cortez to dress in white and cry? Why isn't she angry at Alejandro Mayorkas? Where's the outrage, I ask you? Look how quickly they pivot a position. That is something else. But don't be surprised when you don't hear anything. Like, you should not be surprised when people like Ben Rhodes, former Deputy National Security Advisor in the Obama administration, tells you, oh, the border? The border? Well, that's, that's a simple one to explain. Um, it's because of U.S. sanctions on Cuba. Yeah, I mean, Jay has it exactly right in the sense that you're not going to stop the images that we're seeing. You're not going to stop the thousands and tens of thousands of people coming to the border in the next few months or even the next couple of years uh, just through policies that you pursue in Central and Latin America. That doesn't mean that we don't do that, though. <laughs> like, we should be doing everything we can to address every aspect of the push factors that are driving people to the border. And in some cases, Andrea, our own policies are contributing to that. So you mentioned Cuba and Venezuela. We could be having a, an honest conversation here that the embargo that we have on Cuba and the sanctions that we have on Cuba and Venezuela are contributing significantly to the humanitarian crisis that is also driving people to the border. It's all our fault. Everything's our fault. We put the sanctions on these commies. The uh, people don't topple a, a government and try and start fresh. They all make a multi-thousand-mile trek to the United States where they will have to now live with bigots and racists. Honestly, is, is there no humanity left? Everybody who has made that argument, by the way, I get a lot of those emails and a lot of those uh, messages. You're not wrong. What happened to the United States being bigoted and racist and horrible and terrible and all those things? What... What what happened? Why is everybody so desperate to get here that they will risk their lives and the lives of their children in order to do it? It's a fine argument. And it is one that you should keep in, in, in you know close to you. Every argument that America is racist in its founding and racist this and racist that is the push to destroy. It's the Marxist push to destroy. That's all Nicole Hannah-Jones is. That's all the progressives do. The idea that America has gotten better should be part of our story. The idea that America has a past should be taught in full, in toto. And the fact that America can continue to get better should be the thing that unites. These people don't want a better America. They want to destroy. They want to destroy. That's the desire. Yet, they have no answer for why people will risk life and limb. 
Except, of course, um, it would might be different if we were to cut off any economic support. Maybe that's why people come. Maybe they're forced to. As I said, the border has nuance. And we are going to break it all down. We're going to share every bit of it. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.